All right, let's welcome everybody out today to the very first episode of 2020 for I Am Salt Lake Podcast, episode 414. I feel like it should be like a different episode than 414 for the first episode of 2020, but... But hey, it's it's still a good number, right? Nice round number. <laughs> hey, I'm Chris Hollifield. And I'm Chrissy Hollifield. Hey, and I'm excited to let you know that this episode of the podcast has been made possible by our friends at the Salt Lake Barber Company, Libsyn, and also our awesome Patreon supporters. And we're going to be telling you more about all of them a little bit later on in this episode. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, you might be wondering what it's all about. Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City, Utah. We get to talk to business owners, comedians, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, really anyone who might have a cool story to share. Really cool stories to share. Oh, yeah. Who's joining us on this episode today, Chrissy? So today on this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Ross and Sandra from Keto Conduct. Ross and Sandra share their story on what motivated them to start the Keto Way of Eating and what led them to start their blog and Instagram page to help other people that might be interested in going keto. Hey, what's really cool about this conversation, and I didn't even realize that until I woke up this morning, is today, while we're recording this introduction, January 5th, today is National Keto Day. So how cool is that, that we're we're putting this episode out with uh, Ross and Sandra on National Keto Day. It's basically it, fate. It's basically fate. <laughs> also, I want to mention in this interview, Chrissy, you were mentioning how you're keto supportive. Yes. You were mentioning, oh, you know, you just bake me all these tasty treats since I do keto. Well, you informed me this last week, Chrissy, that you're going to give the whole keto diet a try again. You know, I really am because I'm really jealous of all the energy that everybody on keto has. And here's one thing I want to say is look at it like you're doing keto. Don't look at it as like a diet that you have to do over a certain time period. Just look at it like you're doing keto today and then tomorrow you're doing keto again. Yeah. And it's just something you're trying to to better yourself. I mean, I'm doing baby steps. Hey, over the last two years that I've been doing keto, I've been... Uh, enjoying the ride. And and, I haven't always been perfect. Hey, before we get into this conversation with Ross and Sandra, I want to remind you to head over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a review. Tell us what you think of the show, because we love to hear from you. We love to hear your thoughts. So leave us a review. And with that being said, let's get into that conversation with Ross and Sandra from Keto Conduct when they came to our podcast studio to share their story. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Are you guys both from Utah or did you move here? What's the story there? We're actually, um, we're both from California. Where, whereabouts in California? Um, I was born in San Jose. We're in, we're in the Bay Area. We're both from the Bay Area. So all up north? All up yep. north. We actually just uh, went on a trip down to Southern California. We just got back Monday, I guess it was. Yeah, Monday. So, yeah. Yeah, I love, that's actually where I was, I'm from too. I don't know if, if. If you knew that, or where, caught, where, that's Southern California. Oh, though. where yeah. in Southern California? Uh, Ventura. Oh, okay. So, okay. so Southern down near LA, right. uh, Santa Barbara. What brought you to Utah? Like, was it school? Was it a job? What's yeah, the story? A job. There? We're actually a military family. So, mm-hmm. um, in February is going to be uh, 20 years for me in the military. No kidding. Yeah. Well, wow. thank you. So, um, our last duty station was uh, Fort Dix, New Jersey, or now it's known as Joint Base McGuire-Dix-Lakehurst. Yeah. And uh, I got stationed here at uh, Fort Douglas in the summer of 18. Yeah, so we've been so here we're, just we're, over a year. Yeah, we're fairly new here. Mm-hmm. How do you guys like it so far? Like, I like it. 
Yeah. I really like it here. Just because it's it's different than any place that we've lived in, um, in good ways, I think. And so so. <laughs> it, it's definitely on our uh, list. Like, okay, out of all the places we've been, like, where are we going to retire? We're not going to go back to California. So yeah. where would we retire? So this is definitely in our probably top two. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's hey. good. Yeah. Was it, were you nervous though to move to Utah? Oh, <laughs> like, that's like the I'm, funniest story. I'm, I'm always curious of this to people because it's been a while. I've been in Utah for a minute. So. I don't really remember what it was like. And I didn't move here as an adult. And so I'm wondering if you, you know, you hear stories, Utah's weird, you know, they have dirt <laughs> roads, they're 50 wives. Well, well I cried. <laughs> oh. It was so funny. I'm like, well, I had been here before. Yeah. She had never been here I've before. Never been here. And um, <laughs> I was going to be sent to Germany. Wow. Right. And then kind of the last minute they broke it to me. They're like, Hey, we have this spot that we really need you to go to. We're not going to make you come here, but we really need you. And our son was going to be a freshman in college. Your son? Yes. Oh, wow. And he was going to San Jose state, you know, so he was going back to California for college. And so we were just like, well, Utah is pretty close to California. So let's, uh, and so I went and I broke to her. I was like, look, they want me to go to Salt Lake City, Utah. And she just started crying. (laughs) (laughs) And and because she didn't know what it was, right? People equate, like uh, people who aren't from here or are from the East Coast or haven't hung around with a lot of LDS people, they equate like Mormons to, I don't know. Like Scientology? Not not even, (laughs) no, no, it's not not Scientology. um, They equate to, um, Amish. Amish, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I've yeah. actually heard that. I grew up in Wisconsin and a lot of people thought I was Amish. Right. And I'm right. like, I'm at school. What why would you think I'm Amish? Yeah, like, <laughs> and so like like you said, like dirt roads and you know, no electricity. I'm like, nope, uh, the LDS are people too. <laughs> <laughs> so you I mean you like it now? I mean you think it's cool? I mean you're you're getting the hang of things, oh, you're figuring yeah. things out. We love it. We when really we first do. um when we first moved into our neighborhood, I think it was like that day our neighbors actually came over and introduced themselves. And that was something that I was not used to. And so nowadays it's kind of like a scary thing to actually go outside and meet your neighbor. And I don't know why, like we've conditioned ourselves to be afraid. Yeah. Right. Just stay indoors. Just talk to your Facebook friends. Right. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. So what got you guys into the keto diet? Let's just jump right there. Let's, let's, uh, I got a lot of keto talk here. I want to do with you guys. So. Well, she's actually been on the keto and and low carb lifestyle like a lot longer than I've been. I don't know. Do you? Yeah. When I, um, you know, when I started keto, I didn't even realize that it was the keto diet just because I was actually doing, have you ever heard of Medi weight loss? No. So there's a, it's a program. It's called Medi weight loss. And basically you go in, you meet with someone weekly. And um, they give you, they tell you basically, you know, what your calories need to be. Um, if you need any supplements, they check sort of your vitals and just make sure you're doing okay because it is a very caloric restricted diet. And then um, they give you, uh, what is it called? Oh, well, drugs, like, basically. Like, yeah, appetite suppressants. Oh, they yeah, give you appetite okay. suppressants if you need it. And when you're surviving off six to 800 calories a day, you know, the appetite suppressants (laughs) tend to be very helpful. Um, But basically, you're in a keto diet. It's a very low calorie, low carb, low fat diet. So, yeah, it's basically um, 
it's not the healthiest it's not the healthiest diet diet. yeah yeah Yeah. you're literally gonna die in this diet (laughs) during that time (laughs) i had a shell of a wife (laughs) (laughs) so when did the knowledge come to you that you were you were like wow okay find out about keto then like that there's actually well they want you to diet pee on the strips and um because they want to for this other diet for the Medi weight loss. Medi, yeah. Medi, they, Medi. they, um, I don't know if it's, they don't sell them there, but they, you know, they tell you, you can go to and buy them. Right. So that way you can see if you're, um, in fat burning mode. So do they, they want you to go on a low, low fat though too? Yeah. It's low fat and then as they, well. And then mm-hmm. they want you to go into ketosis. Is that hard? Basically. Like to- it, it's, um, it's hard. The appetite suppressants definitely make it easier to do, but it's not sustainable. So right, what are they? What are you term. using for fuel then? If you don't have fat, the pills, or, the pills. Oh, the pills. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yes. okay, mm-hmm. okay. So you're not still doing this? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was no. going to say like that yeah. just sounds horrible. No, that was nine months of just really destroying your body. And why were you doing this? Um, I was really heavy. I was over three hundred pounds, and um, I had really high blood pressure. I had really high cholesterol. I had high triglycerides. And I gained it really rapidly. And um, I was continuing to gain very steadily and very quickly. And uh, my doctor basically told me that if I kept the if I kept on this route, you know, I I wouldn't make it to my, you know, to my mid 30s. Wow. So you turned it around. You decided to change it. Yeah. Well, I got a life or death. Well, that day when I actually met with my doctor, I actually went to Carl's Jr. after after hearing everything, hey. I went to Carl's <laughs> stress Jr. Eating, right? Yeah, you yeah. stress eat a little bit. Because when I stepped on the scale, I hadn't seen the over three hundred before. I, you know, I had pretty much stopped weighing myself around two forty. So you you weren't the type of person that was always struggling with weight then. Oh yeah, I was always okay. struggling. Even as a as a child, I yeah. was overweight, and so at, at nine, I was one hundred and forty pounds. Um, so I always struggled with my weight and eventually I just got to a point where, you know, I didn't weigh anymore and I really didn't care. And I, I didn't really go anywhere. Basically my fun in life was kind of just sitting at home, watching TV and, and eating food. Sounds good. To be unbothered. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was having a lot of fun. (laughs) That was great for me. Was that you over there talking, Chrissy? What? (laughs) TV and and food, right? I know. I was sitting here thinking that sounds like a magical place. (laughs) But it it is. I mean, if you're not, if you're not careful, I mean, you can, you can easily gain weight. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I had extreme social anxiety and so, you know, just sort of, it was very easy to sort of spiral out of control you know, in my home. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so much yeah. like when you have social anxiety, it's so much easier to stay at home and then, and then you kind of eat out of like boredom or comfort yep, or all, like all of food that becomes your friends because going outside mm-hmm. is scary. And I totally feel you. So mm-hmm. even though that was kind of like keto with the, but it was low fat, like how, so when you, when you left or I guess you, this was, yeah, so it wasn't at a hospital. This was, this was at home. It's a You're clinic. It's clinic. like a, um, yeah, you go in, they actually had one in South Jordan. When we first moved in, I, I said, whoa, they have Medi weight loss here. I haven't seen one of these yeah. in years. Right. I but saw they it. actually I was like, closed you want to go down. back there? She's like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they closed down and so it's gone. So now it's just a vacant space, but I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa, people are still so when coming did, here. When did you start incorporating more fat then? That wasn't until 2000, uh, 2000. 13. Were you nervous that you were going to gain all your weight back then? No, because I had already gained a lot of my weight back. So, so you were you were kind of desperate. You were like, oh, I yeah. got to It was a something. roller coaster okay. ride. You know? So basically what I knew worked was cutting calories low. 
That's what I thought worked. That's what I thought you had to do in order to lose weight. So I basically roller coastered the entire way up until 2013. We really dug into the science and and truly uh, what keto was kind of a little bit after that when we really started, hey, we got to pump up these fats, right? So I started having issues growing up. I was always really skinny. And then uh, I got married and she made, no, I'm not going to blame you. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, But essentially she was always on a low calorie diet, right? Mm-hmm. And we would go out, but she's Korean. And so if you've ever been to a Korean barbecue or anything, they have a bunch of small dishes <laughs> all the place. And so she likes to try everything. So she will order the entire menu and just eat a bite of each thing. Oh, that is brilliant. That's what Isn't I, that's what I want that to do sound at every awesome? restaurant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I and, love it. Except for I wasn't trying to waste that money. And so I'd eat all the rest of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I started packing on pounds. Now catch up with you. Yeah, it totally caught up with me. But on top of gaining the weight, I also started having some issues with uh, adult ADHD. And I just... I, to the point to where I couldn't even work. I'd go to work and it was almost like office space where you're just kind of staring at the screen and then I'd get squirreled and look around. <laughs> and it was it was bad. Like So I ended up going to a mental health specialist and they prescribed me um, Adderall. And so I was the on good stuff. The good stuff. I mean, they went through the steps. I think they tried like Concerta first yeah. and some other things. And so I ended up on Adderall and I'm like, this is still not strong enough. And so they bumped it up, <laughs> bumped it up. And then I started selling it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't make you feel good, right? So when, you, when you're taking the Adderall, of course, it worked and I could, you know, read a book without having to read the same paragraph over and over and over again. But it just, it, I didn't feel good. It made me feel dehydrated all the time. I was a little jumpy. It just wasn't a good feeling for me. And then, uh, one, and then one time I went to the doctor to get a, or to the dentist to get a, uh, a regular cleaning. And the doctor was feeling, or the dentist was feeling on my neck. And then they felt a lump on my neck. And he goes, huh, I feel something weird and feeling around. And then he's like, well, I'm going to stop the exam right now. And how the military treatment facilities are, like the the regular doctor was just right across the hall. I ran across the hall. They're, they're checking it. It's like, oh, it looks like your thyroid. And so we went ahead and had uh, the test done, Come came back, and I was just on the cusp of, a, of hypothyroidism, right? I was right there. It was actually kind of scary because I went home. I was like, what is this? Like, is this cancer? Do I have thyroid cancer? What, you know, what is it? And then we really started researching things that would help with that. And it's like, oh, the keto diet. But this is how you do it. Because we thought that she was doing it already, but mm-hmm. it wasn't quite the true keto diet. You know, yeah. high fat, moderate protein, low carb. And so we're like, okay, we have to up these fats. And then we just went all in. Yeah. We went all in. It was around. When we first started it, it was right before Christmas and we're like, we're doing a keto Christmas. <laughs> and did you do it? We did it. Really? Yeah, yeah really. Dude, I'll tell you what, man, some of the treats are like the keto desserts and, really the, and the, the treats are like some of the best things about keto in my opinion, because right. they're so good. Like the fat bombs mm-hmm. and the, I don't know, you make these little Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, yeah, make and, like little Reese's. And then there's like uh, keto frosty. I mean, there's a lot of really good recipes. Keto frosty. Have, Tell me about this frosty. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so good. Like with whipping cream. Whipping cream oh. and cocoa powder and stevia and just. Mm. Oh, wow. It's good. very good. So how long ago was this? Like you said, 2014. 2013 I remember that number. is when okay. I um, 
found out what the true keto diet is. And I mean, 2013, because it's really, in my opinion, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because I'm, I'm more engulfed like in the keto thing, but it seems like it's really exploded over the last year. Oh, oh yeah. it's been, it's mm-hmm. been crazy. I mean, you see people and everyone was kind of small as far as like social media, yeah. YouTube, things like that. And these are like your buddies. Next, you know, bam, they got a million subscribers. Yeah. Well, so, wow. so back in 2013, though, there wasn't all of that information no. out there, right? right I mean, a lot right. of people were scared of keto. You know, even hearing about what the what the keto macros are and, and just the high fat. Yeah. Um, You're going to die. Yeah, people thought that they were going to die. <laughs> well, like, the, yeah, the keto. American Heart Association made such a huge push in like, what, the 90s? For low fat. It, yeah. yeah, for low mm-hmm. fat. And, and I think we've been, been conditioned as a society to think that fat is negative. Right. And like we're... I think a lot of people are finally starting to realize that fat's actually really healthy for you. Yes. Mm. We have to explain to people almost on a daily basis, you know, when we get messages asking, um, you know, are their arteries going to get clogged? I mean, we're not doctors, but, you know, we tell them it's it's not the fat that's going to clog your arteries. Right. And Mm -hmm. so when people ask for help, I'm like, oh, you know, you're just chatting. What do you do? I'm a nurse. I'm like, well... The hardest part for you is going to be eating enough fat because you won't believe it. You know, you're going to think mm-hmm. that this fat is going to kill you because that's what, we, what we've been taught all yeah. the time mm-hmm. is that, hey, I need to have my uh, my grains. You know, you get the food pyramid, right? When it really that food pyramid that we've been taught our whole lives should be turned upside down, right? <laughs> Flipped around. Yeah. So it's really a, a tough sell for some people. But when you are doing keto and you finally finally realize like how your body should feel when you take a break. You're like, man, I don't know what I was thinking all those years, but give me my fat back. Oh yeah, man. Like I was, I was telling you before we started recording how, uh, you know, I, I decided to eat some regular cookies one time. I, I mean, I ate a lot of them. They, they were Ruby snap cookies. too. <laughs> right, right. If, you're familiar, if you're familiar with Ruby snap with all the frost. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, it's you, you definitely feel it. It's interesting to see the results that way. Like if you want to ever test is, is keto working or whatever diet you're doing, is that working? Try going off of it just for you know mm-hmm. a little bit. But mm-hmm. all right. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Salt Lake Barber Company. Full disclosure. This is where I go to get my haircuts. This is where I go to get my beard trims. Isaac over there, he does a top-notch job. I love that guy. I've been going to him for a couple of years now, and I could not be more happy every time that I leave uh, the barbershop there. They are located at 10 East, 800 South. Really easy to find. Plenty of free parking. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. Really easy to schedule an appointment, you guys. Go to saltlakebarberco.com. Select the services that you want. Select the barber that you want. And you will have a guaranteed appointment. They do take walk-ins if they're available. But again, it's really easy. Go to saltlakebarberco.com, select your barber, select the services, and you will have a guaranteed appointment. So with all that being said, many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for their support of the podcast. Let's get back into that conversation with Ross and Sandra from Keto Conduct. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get back to it. I think I was telling you before, I know, well, I know I was, uh, a lot of people are doing New Year's resolutions right now, uh-huh. right? Like it's that time of the year, diets and exercise and feeling healthy. That's usually the number one thing. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are ready to start keto, right? Right. right? Like, what would you recommend to them? How would you tell them like, 
What's a good what's starting advice, point? Where man? should like, you go? Yeah, like one yeah. or two things here. Is there is there anything? Like, what would you say? Well, I think it's if you're starting now, I think it's a, a great time to start because just like you were saying, it has blown up. Uh-huh. So there's so many resources, especially here in Utah um, and Salt Lake. I mean, the all the keto bakeries, you know, all the all the different uh, keto options that you can have, menus that that are catering now to the keto diet. So I think it's it's extremely easy. And then you've got your people on social media who you can kind of follow and, and sort of get ideas from watching YouTube, you know, seeing the specialists, watching people's vlogs, things like that. There's plenty of ways to get, you know, good ideas on like on where to start and recipes and everything. Do you think it's a little overwhelming? I think a lot um, of people look at it like you were even I, yeah. mentioning Facebook and like I've had to leave a lot of Facebook groups oh, yeah, just because yeah. there's such a mess in there you might as well be talking about politics. And mm-hmm. even oh, though everybody's yeah. talking about keto. And so I think this might discourage a lot of people to start. And that's right. kind of what I'm wondering, like, is there an easy way to start this? Yeah. So when you are planning out your, your diet, right, you have to, it is very overwhelming and there's all the stuff you can do. You start looking at these recipes and okay, I got to go to the store. I got to buy almond flour. I got to buy, you know, pork rinds <laughs> and I got to, you know, but, it is much simpler than that. All you have to do is you pick your protein, mm-hmm. right? And if you still like vegetables, you can pick a, a a green vegetable and you add some fat to it, whether it be butter, whether it be avocado oil, olive oil, and you have to have some salt. You got to have other minerals. You got to have your electrolytes or else you're going to run into some trouble, especially that first week or two, you might get the the dreaded keto flu, right? Mm-hmm. So keep it simple at first, protein, add a fat, and then have a, a green vegetable with it. And that's easy peasy, man. It's like, easy. Yeah, like, easy. like it really is. And that's, I found an app helped me in the beginning. I don't know. Did you guys use an app at all? Like yeah, to we, track? We use, my fitness pal. Yeah, we, use, we use a tracking app. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah just, my fitness pal. Okay. Yeah. I think you use that for a little bit when you, when you gave I, keto a try. I've tried like five different keto macro apps, but the thing is I suck at dieting. So I, I always give up. I think it's helpful in the beginning of keto, especially just to kind of get an idea. Cause a lot of people don't really realize like what you have to eat, like how much fat is, you know, or how mm-hmm. much food you, mm-hmm. you really, I was actually surprised how not hungry I was when mm-hmm. I started keto. I was like, right. wow, I can actually, this is great. I'm not starving myself here. Well, and like, it seems like the hardest thing for people is getting enough fat. Like that's the number yeah. one problem totally because mm-hmm. we're just not used to eating that much fat. And at the beginning, you know, what's funny is before I started keto, I actually didn't like butter mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would get pancakes and like with no butter not because i was trying to be healthy i just thought it was gross right but then now i crave it i'm like can i get three more pads of butter please right so <laughs> just fill your coffee cup just have a stick of butter like a lollipop yeah. you're good but the thing is that when you're on keto your appetite goes way yeah. down way down mm-hmm. right and so i'm a, uh, a a keto bodybuilder right and so the hardest part for me now is eating enough food in order to build muscle yeah, because be I'm not hungry enough. So would you up your proteins then, I guess, to gain more muscle? You kind of up everything, right? So for me, I go one-to-one as far as grams of protein to body weight, which some people go lower. They actually go one gram of protein per lean, but I go one-to-one. So I get over 200 grams of protein, and I try to match that with the same number of fat grams. Oh, wow. right. And then when you do it like that, your calories actually go way up. 
and just because fat is nine grams or um yeah nine grams of fat is uh i'm spacing right now what is it uh nine calories per gram of fat right okay so you have the nine calories per gram of fat and then you have the four calories per gram of protein and you end up you know meeting your caloric goals that way and it's i mean it, it uh, I know people are listening. I mean, you look great. It's well, working. You. I mean, it's, right? it's working. I mean, that's, that's, I was trying to figure out any, you know, I mean, you, you, you don't look like you're withering away. He's trying away. to tell you you look good. Thank well, you. Thank you. I, I'm trying to keep my wife. That's the goal. And, and that's, that's the, uh, you know, another thing we were talking about, you get to a point where you're like, I don't need to lose weight necessarily anymore. I just want to feel good because mm-hmm. I feel so good eating this diet. Right. And right. it sounds like that's what's happened, you know, here. But Sandra's like, She's the police for me, right? So we were talking about our uh, keto Christmas when we first started out. Oh, he's going to call me out for being keto police. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah I would call keto police. You gotta be. Well, <laughs> it's so funny because my kids, I make this uh, this baked macaroni and cheese and my kids love it. And I have to make it every holiday or else my kids might kill me in my sleep, right? And so, you know, when you're cooking, one of the things you do, if like something drops you, like you just pick it up and throw it in your mouth, right? I was making the macaroni and cheese and I was pouring the macaroni into a pan and one fell down and I went to go put it in my mouth. And this is at the beginning and Sandra like slid over like a ninja and smacked it out of my, out of my hand and like hit me in the face. And I'm just, and she's like, but she was trying to save me. She's like, what are you doing? You need just living life. You need someone like that around. (laughs) And that's the thing too. You know, you, everybody's different. Mm -hmm. You get, you got to just relax and have fun with it. Right. Like that's, that's what, um, now do your kids do keto too? Or is it just the two of you? It's just the two two of us. us. Yeah, Yeah. They, um, we don't make an extra meal or Sandra doesn't make an extra meal. They eat the same thing as us, but then we'll have cauliflower rice and they'll have regular rice. Yeah. Right. Or they might have sweet potato. Yeah. Do they, yeah. Ever, do they ever venture over there? Like, Hey, well, I want to try some of that cauliflower rice. Over oh there. yeah. That looks pretty yeah. good. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. Whatever they want to try, I definitely let them. I noticed you guys are speaking at KetoCon too, right? Yeah. Like, that's cool. Are you guys speaking at a lot of like keto events now and, and, uh, whatnot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know that you guys had, uh, Melissa and Tyler yeah. on there. Yeah. And so they threw the keto fair last month. And we spoke at the keto fair. That that, was that's how time. you guys got on my radar. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. really excited about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. That's so cool. Um, so we got a uh, keto con last year. We were the MCs for Keto Salt Lake. Yeah. What was that? I must have missed that one. Yeah. So it was last year. That was, was the April, first year. It was it? the first year last April, and it's going to be in April again mm-hmm. this year. Right? Next year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, next year, well, you know, yeah. 2020. <laughs> I'm already there too. Yeah, exactly. It's like, let's, get, let's get on with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It really has been. It's been, like you said, it's been blowing up and the same thing happened for us. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Libsyn. You know, I know we have a lot of listeners listening right now and you are thinking of starting your very own podcast. How do I know? Because you're emailing me. You're asking, Chris, how do I start a podcast? Give me some tips. Give me some tricks. Well, if you or someone you know, if you're in the process of starting a podcast and you are looking for truly the best podcast audio host out there, go check out Libsyn.com. We've been using Libsyn to host I Am Salt Lake podcast for over seven years now, and I know that I truly could not be more happy with their service. They make it super easy to set up. 
And they make it super easy to get your podcast routed to all the podcast players out there like Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners. Listen up. We created a promo code just for you to use, Salt Lake. If you use this promo code at checkout at Libsyn.com, you'll get the rest of this month and all of next month a free podcast audio hosting at Libsyn.com. That's spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, Libsyn.com. Use that promo code Salt Lake, all one word, and you'll get the rest of this month and all of next month a free podcast audio hosting. Go check it out. I think you'll like it. And you're going to send me an email and say, Chris, thanks for the tip. Thanks for the suggestion. And many thanks to Libsyn for their support of this podcast. So what is what is this keto conduct? Is it like a little blog you're, you're doing, like with collecting like recipes and whatnot? Is that uh, kind of what you have going on there? Or? Oh, well, for keto conduct, keto it's conduct, just, yeah, um, yeah basically um, we share recipes. Uh, we'll share workouts. It's a lot of food on there. A lot of sort of what we do daily, what we eat almost every day. It's sort of like an online food diary. Yeah. <laughs> and and people really like the way that we interact with each other, right? So yeah. kind of like the whole thing with I'm eating, trying to eat the macaroni, she smacks that on my face. People just like to see that. Sure. <laughs> it, it makes you people like, right, makes right. People like to see me be mean to him, basically. <laughs> are you guys coaching people at all? Or, or like, I mean, I'm sure people were reaching out to you, especially, I mean, your Instagram's beautiful. I mean, your, 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 your pictures are great. Right. So we are coaching people right now. And, and right now, it's kind of private. We haven't opened it up to the public yet. But at the start of the year, we are going to start coaching folks and we're working on that campaign kind of right now. And so so after the after the holidays, we're going to start letting people know that, you know, hey, we're opening our coaching uh, programs right now and we're not going to take on too many people because we really want to give good service. Right. We yeah. really want to uh, get down and, and find out where people are at emotionally. Mm-hmm. Right. Because. That's the biggest part of, of weight loss and getting in shape is finding where they're at emotionally. Like any, I can give you a PDF with a, hey, you should eat this and it's very yeah, easy. You eat less, plan. eat less, move more. You'll, you'll get better. Right. Yeah. But if that was the case, everybody would be in shape. Right. Well, I was just thinking, mm-hmm. you know, listeners of the show, right? Like if they, if they wanted to, to hire you guys for their coach, right. Cause they're like, Hey, I want to do this keto and I want to make it work. Right, Chrissy? Yeah. Is that a hint? No, I'm, 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 I'm just I'm, I think I'm giving her a heart. I, but- here's the thing. I, Chrissy is the most supportive spouse with keto. Like she's always willing to whip me up food. And, mm-hmm. and I'm totally and keto supportive. Yeah. I just yeah. get really lazy and eat saltines at work. <laughs> so, you know. But what if you had a keto snack? Like you'd eat that too, right? You know, I probably would. And I used to, I used to cook a lot. I used to cook and bake a lot of keto snacks and meals and stuff. And we've kind of tapered down because yeah. Chris has gone a little bit more carnivore. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, who am I going to make food for now? Yeah. So I just don't do it. It was funny because they have the, uh, a bunch of carnivore cookbooks are coming out, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, what, what, it's a meat, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why do you need a cookbook for that? Like, you put some seasoning on it and you grill it, right? One thing I'm, I'm even learning with carnivore, there's so many different levels of that. Like, there's yes. some that don't mm-hmm. use seasoning, there's some that do, and mm-hmm. there's some that, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. We, actually, we actually bought a book that just came out called The Odd Bits. And it's all about like oh, yeah. it's all about like the parts of the animal nobody wants to eat and how to cook them. Nose oh. to tail. It's very yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
I was reading through it and I was really excited. And then when I started reading it, I'm like, this is kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good Ew. for you. That's but it's why probably I'm... so good for oh, you. Oh, yeah. When you're eating the nose to tail, I mean, you really don't need vegetables. Yeah, because you're know? getting so many nutrients. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. bodies, you know, honestly. I need vegetables, though, because I'm not eating nose to tail. I'm just going to put that <laughs> yeah, out there. He's, he's not a fan <laughs> of nose to tail. Hey, you know, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. What uh, What do you tell people when they say, oh, that keto is just a fad diet? I mean, I'm sure you hear that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, all the, all the time. time. And so, I mean, what are you telling them? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be keto my entire life or what? what do you- oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. completely. One thing that yeah. we always talk about is just how sustainable keto is. And uh-huh. that's what we try to show people every day, that it is sustainable. It's, it shouldn't be just used as a crash diet purpose. And, you know, for people who stay on it long enough. Now, let's talk about the fat adaptation phase. That's an interesting phase. That mm-hmm. is that's a phase that I, I feel like people need to hear more about. You know, someone will, you know, maybe eat keto for a week and they've just started and then they pee on a strip and then they see that they're in ketosis. Well, just because you're in ketosis does not mean that you're fat adapted yet. It's going to take a solid 11 to 12 weeks with no cheats. So you do have to be very strict at first to get your body completely fat adapted where it wants to use fat as fuel. And then you'll actually find, you'll be like, man, I haven't eaten since nine this morning. I mean, you'll actually find yourself like not even trying to go long periods of time just because, at least for me, I don't know, maybe it's mm-hmm. not for you guys. No, okay, that, that's yeah, totally happens. true. Mm-hmm. Although weekends are are hard for me if I were uh, going to try to intermittent fast, Yeah, but I always try to take advantage. If I'm deciding to intermittent fast, I take advantage of the work week hustle, right? So when you're working Monday through Friday and you're busy, you can go the entire day without eating anything. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. I'll do um, like a few days where I fast. Um, so I'll do like, like a, a few days in a row. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I'll do like a three I'm not days. <laughs> yeah, we, we, did a, we did a three day not long ago. I do them periodically. How, okay. Well, let's talk about this then. Okay. How, what, I mean, do you prep yourself at all for this or are you just kind of like, oh, wake up one just day go and for like, it. let's well, do this? If you've been like cheating on your diet at all, don't start right after. Make sure you're really in ketosis mm-hmm. first and then go into your your uh, extended fast. Yeah. Right? Because if you're not in ketosis first, you're going to be really, really yeah, hungry. Yeah. A lot of people mm. will do that. They'll try doing an extended fast after a weekend of cheating on keto. And that's just a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you guys, how do you stay hydrated during that long of a well, fast? Well, water. You can drink oh, water. Oh, water. Yeah. Drink, right, right. I mean, water. do you like add additional salt or do yeah, you make sure you salt. keep up with your electrolytes? Yeah. So, you just you put salt in your water, basically. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So just um, and the fast that I can't remember if the last one we did if we could have coffee or not, black coffee, black, right? Um, so, black coffee. So we can have black coffee with salt, salt and water. How about yeah. bone broth? Nope. No, <gasps> you can't have bone broth. Nope. No, nope. not for the autophagy um, benefits of the extended fast. Where basically after twenty four hours fasted, your body says, "Oh, you know, let's start." breaking down all the dead proteins. Let's rid our bodies of dead cells. Oh, it's it's such a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, it maxes out. And then basically you go into sort of human growth overdrive. And so it's sort of like the fountain of youth. And then it maxes out on uh, 72 hours. So yeah, that's when, you know, I never go past that just because for me, it doesn't make sense because the purpose, you know, of the of the fast had, has been met, basically. 
There was, uh, do you know, uh, do you follow uh, Jimmy Moore at all? Are you familiar Absolutely. with Jimmy Moore? He, mm-hmm. I was listening to, um, gosh, he does a keto podcast. It's a, it's a silly name. Uh, I, I can't remember. Live in La Vida Low Carb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I listened, but I swear he was talking. I can't remember if it was 21 or 22 days that he fasted. And I just remember being like, what? That's such a long time. To go without food. It is. And so what you have to, you have to know yourself. For me, I have to be very careful after I fast because when I'm done fasting, I want to binge. And so if you go 21 days, I might, I might just go in a, into Harmon's or Smith's and just eat the entire <laughs> yeah. everything, right? And 10 so, and, but you know, everyone's, yeah, exactly. everyone's different though, because I don't feel that way um, after, you know, I actually time when I'm going to eat. Because I could probably keep going on without food. Because once you've reached that third day, the second day is a struggle. But once you've reached the third day, you're sort of in ketophoria. And um, you just feel like you could just exist and continue to go on. It's a really awesome feeling when you're when you've made it to the <laughs> the 72nd hour. I mean, do you think that it's based off of your your body composition though? Meaning, like, hey, if you have a little bit more fat to lose or fat to eat and live on, like, I think you might be able to go a little bit longer because once again, after you get fat adapted, that yeah, fat yeah. is mm-hmm. your preferred fuel source. So if you have a good amount of fat available, you can, you can go longer. Yeah. Really? Well, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, I don't do a lot of fasting myself really. It's just something I've never really got into. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I think it's just years of uh, of of raised LDS and we always had to fast that first Sunday of the month. Yeah. I know. We have like, yeah. we have it was this, always this, I have um, these I have these nightmares of fasting. P- P- PTSD. PTSD of fasting. Uh-huh. So, so yes. is this something I mean do you think you should work up to it, right? Like like I shouldn't just do three days right off the bat. Like no. maybe maybe try a, a day. Yeah, first of all, fasting hours. isn't required. Like a lot of people well, exactly. do keto and they think you have to intermittent fast and then you start working up and you're yeah. like challenging yourself. I'm going to do the, an extended fast. Mm-hmm. First of all, fasting is not required. Now, other people will tell you otherwise, yeah. but I don't believe that it's required. Oh, I, don't, I don't think it's required. Yeah, no, I don't either. Yeah, I think it's just purely if you want to reap that benefit you know, from doing an extended fast, especially, you know, they're finding that um, the fasting is helping with um, loose skin. Well, I want um, some of that fountain of youth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're talking I know about. you look yeah. like when you said you had, when you guys said you had a college age son, I was like, there's no way you're younger than us. You have to be. <laughs> he, he turns, uh, he turns 20, 20 in a few on weeks. The 21st. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So crazy. It's crazy, man. Like once you get in your forties, you're just like, yep. when did I get old, exactly. man? Like, it's, it's, it's the yep. worst. But now it's a badge of honor, right? You're like, yeah. what? Dude, I'm 40. You just got to own it. <laughs> yeah. Besides keto, right? Like besides doing all this stuff with keto, like what are some of your other hobbies and interests? Like what are some of the, just to get to know you guys a little bit, like who is, uh, who you are? Obviously I said I'm in, I'm in the military, so that's a huge part of my life. Uh-huh. And I've been doing it for 20 years and it's hard to separate from it. So part of, of staying in shape and things like that are just part of me. Right. And, and I did go through a phase where that wasn't the case. I kind of lost myself and gained that weight and things like that. And, and now it's just ingrained. Like if I skip the gym a few days, I'm just like, Hey, we got to go. And that's a big part of our life. Like we go together. Like if we go a week without going to the gym together, we feel like, 
you know, we really need to work on our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> our relationship's falling apart. Yeah, yeah. We totally, we totally go it's together. She's time. my swole mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. So spend a lot of time working out and whatnot. I mean, yeah. I mean, do you get out of Utah much or you kind of, well, I guess with the military, you probably are. We, right? uh, we, we do. Uh, we uh, tend to spend Thanksgivings in Las Vegas. Yeah, we go so to we, Vegas. So uh, we did go to Las Vegas. But, you know, why would we want to leave Utah? Utah's awesome. <laughs> are you guys winter people at all? Do you could take advantage of winter? We have not gone skiing yet yeah. since we've been here. We you have know, not I have, been. I have a fear of breaking my leg. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Wait, like, have I you ever like... skied before in your life? Would this be a first time? This would be the first time, but I have visions of attempting to ski and then tripping and then you know, ripping um, my hamstring, you know, just, I don't know. I just have like these fears of skiing. Well, I knew a girl in middle school who hit a tree and fractured her entire leg and she had like a leg wow. hip cast. Uh, See, that'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> now she's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I have the now. same fear. I'm with you. Let's stay safe. Let's live yeah. in a bubble. But let me, I love old. looking at the winter. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. I was just curious if you guys were winter people at all, being from California. Well, you're up north. I mean, they get some snow up that way. Yeah, well, well, you know, we're not too far away from Tahoe. And yeah. so that was where everybody went. So I have been skiing before in Tahoe, not a bunch of times, I think, you know, once or twice. And I, I was a very basic skier. Like, I, you know, you have this vision of the Winter Olympics and you're thinking you're going to go on the solemn, you know, and that didn't happen. <laughs> but I was able to stand up and go down the bunny slope pretty well. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, most memorable concert or sporting event, right? Like, as we're getting to know you guys a little bit, it tells a lot about people, right? Like, what's what's the most memorable concert that they've been to? I went to... And I went to in California a uh, a thing called Summer Jam. Oh, I okay. knew he was oh, yeah, going to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that. I always talk Dude, about that Summer was the Jam. old school. That was uh, the old school people, wasn't yeah. it? Like too short, too short. Too no. short. You know, when, <laughs> so the one that was my favorite was Naughty by Nature. Was there the Loonies? So everyone was, you know, I got five on it, and everyone's smoking in the <laughs> in the uh, on the lawn section. But I always talk about this part. Notorious B.I.G. was there. It was did awesome. Did you get to shake that his hand? Awesome. I, no, I did not. I did not. But his DJ kept messing up and he turned around and he threw a water bottle at his DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that what was a cool. Diva. I know, I know. <laughs> but it, like, I always talk about that because, you mm-hmm. know, the iconic. I knew he was going to talk about awesome. Biggie Smalls in concert. Yeah. yeah, I can't even remember how old I was. Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he died in 97, so it was before that. Mm-hmm. You were in middle school. Good times. Uh, no, I, well, I was in high school. Oh. Yeah. And what what about you, Sandra? Geez, you know, when it comes to concerts. Um, or sporting event. Or, yeah, and sporting events. I really hadn't gone to any until I, I met Roy. Just because of my social anxiety, I never Nothing really, wrong with that. Yeah, I never ventured out much. And then when I met, uh, even after uh, getting out and losing weight, you know, I still have some sort of social anxiety, like when it comes to um, certain things, you know, events or, or getting together kind of deal. But Roy definitely um, got me out of that. I would see sort of his excitement to go somewhere and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, this shouldn't be so bad. <laughs> okay. You know, he looks like he's pretty happy about this, I guess. Like, <laughs> if, if it gets like the worst thing is you can just stand behind him and let him talk to people. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. that's kind of what happens. Right. And then after a while, then you take over. Yeah. 
Yeah. Once you get comfortable. Yeah. Or sometimes I don't, you know, and then it's like, okay, let's go now. <laughs> and I think I skimmed over you for hobbies and interests, right? Like he was, he, you, you were meant, or I guess the gym, I guess to do the gym yeah, together. The gym. Okay. Okay. Which is kind of lame, right? Like oh, to, so you um, like the gym? You know, yeah. that sounds like a manufacturer, but it really is like what we do. No, I like to cook. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cooking is fun. Now, do you guys do a YouTube channel too? Yeah. And then that kind of goes over like to, uh, different keto tips, suggestions, ideas? Like what are some of the stuff on your keto channel? It's basically just vlogging. Okay. Well, that's what we've uh, gotten into now. And so now we're trying to do, we've found out that people want to see sort of like a day in the life kind of deal. And um, I Those had, are tough. Yeah, I they had are. someone uh, request, they wanted um, to see my house, you know? Just like, like, no, I don't want to clean. I've had people ask if <laughs> well, they, they see watch my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's like, Creepy huge. people. Clean with me. Yeah, no, there's like, there's a whole series on YouTube called Clean With Me. Wow. And so, yeah, people just like watching, you know. And, I mean, it makes sense. Things. It's it's like, that's why reality TV became huh. big. Mm-hmm. And now YouTube is kind of where everyone's going for their. We're all voyeurs. Reality. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah, so I, I, I just posted sort of a, a shop with me Christmas shopping. <laughs> oh, a video, <laughs> yeah. a video, yeah, yeah, on on your YouTube, and then yeah. people can find that just keto conduct. Is that yeah. is that what it is? And I'll put that link at IamSaltLake.com as well with this episode. Let's uh, shift gears to Utah a little bit, right? Okay. Let's mm-hmm. talk. And I know we kind of talked at the beginning. You're new here, right? Like, so I was kind of getting some of your your reactions. Uh, but there's a few standard Utah questions that we try to ask on the show to everybody that comes through here uh, just to get ideas, right? We're always looking for things to do, uh, stuff to take friends and whatnot. So that's why I'll ask people, hey, we have family and friends that come and visit us. Where do we take them? Like, is there, I mean, I'm sure you have a few spots by now, maybe that you're, that you like to take people or show off. I don't know. Mountain, city. Yeah. We are not skiers, but we do like to hike on occasion. Oh, beautiful, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so there was one spot that uh, we found, and it's a secret. No, it's called Secret Lake <laughs> up there in Alta, and uh, it was just awesome. You go up there, and, and there's a lake in the mountains. I'm like, how does this happen, right? So we go there. We take the kids, and they're uh, playing with tiger salamanders and, and things like that. It's just a beautiful spot. We haven't been there in the in the winter, but when yeah. it was summertime. Beautiful. Oh, oh it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely beautiful. Very cool. Yeah. Any other places or? Well, well, I went to um, Prohibition. Okay. Okay. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's so, a cool yeah, place. that was a good time. That was definitely, I'm definitely going to go back there and their food was awesome. And I think mm-hmm. a place that you have to take people because when you think of Salt Lake City, you think of the LDS church. Yeah. Honestly, Temple Square oh, is really awesome. It's beautiful, a beautiful place. And we like to take people there when they come. People have a natural curiosity about the LDS religion, you know, they, mm. cause a lot of people who haven't come to Utah, I mean, a lot of our family are visiting Utah for the first time to come see us. And, you know, it's not, it's definitely not what they expected either. So I'm actually surprised more people that come on the podcast don't recommend the temple. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do. I mean, it's beautiful architecture. And, and I think a lot of it's ground. because we see it so often that we yeah. want to help people, like we want to take people to the more obscure places, you know, but mm-hmm. it's a big piece of the area. It's yeah. really cool to go Well, a see. lot of those places exist too, like in California. So we want to take them somewhere different. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. True. Show them something they haven't seen before. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Prohibition. Any other favorite local eating spots? Any other places uh, or food trucks or, or just anywhere you like to grab lunch? 
I like a pig in a jelly jar. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a good spot. That's he good likes spot. Um, Penny Ann's Cafe. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's Chrissy's jam. So good. Is that your jam? Oh, yeah. What do you order there? Well, I'm bad. I get the French toast yeah. and the breakfast nachos. So nothing that you would eat. They're well, very good. I don't go there if it's not a cheat day. A cheat day? Okay. okay. Actually, you had the breakfast nachos? Mm-hmm. You've had them? No, 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 oh, I haven't. I you need to F-I-U. have, on a cheat day, go both of you get breakfast nachos at Penny Ann's. Really? It is so good. I like the, yes. uh, what, what, what do I get? The pot of gold? Yeah, he gets the pot of gold. Oh, I, I actually can, I can, I ketofy uh, my breakfast. Yeah, she's always good when she I goes there. I'm omelet, getting like hash browns with gravy no on top. And then let me get one of those magical pancakes that you guys serve. It's Hey, you make it work, man. You make it work. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta do it. Maybe. A lot of people think that eating out is hard to do when you're on oh, keto, but no. it isn't. It's not, you guys. It's, it's what, like well, you can. I mean, are there any tips? I mean, like for me, I just tend to order like side of bacon. I used to get a side of eggs until, or you can get an omelet. The key is. You're going to a restaurant and you're paying money. Order what you want. Yes. Right. Have Don't a be, modify you're not what you stuck want. To the menu, you can modify it. Right. And when you find out places that you go to, so say you go to Red Robin with the family and they they have these awesome bottomless fries, but guess what? They offer bottomless broccoli too. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. So you can do that or. Don't stress out. So Sandra talked about getting fat adapted. So once you become fat adapted. Your body prefers the fat. So if you go off schedule, when you come back, you come back very quickly, right? And so I tell people I eat keto 85% of the time, but my body always prefers fat, Mm -hmm. right? So if it's something to where you're going somewhere and everybody's, you know, you don't want to be the odd man out and everyone's eating non-keto, eat non-keto. If you've already been fat adapted. Yeah, if, if you've been fat adapted, do not do it if you're first getting fat adapted because then you're going to have to start, start the entire over. process over so again. For beginners, how do you know when you're fat adapted? Sorry to jump back no, to keto. No, but no, no, no. This is what, I mean, what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know. Forget Salt Lake. Yeah. Let's talk keto. Yeah. So, can, well, that's a good question. How did you, I mean, yeah. you need. You can I, definitely I, feel a difference, but for someone who wants that proof in front of you, then just testing yourself, you know, testing on a um, on a ketone meter and doing it. Some people do it every day. I, don't, I wouldn't recommend that. Maybe every few days for the first 11 to 12 weeks. Right. And so the absolute minimum I would say it takes for someone to get fat adapted is six weeks. That's absolute minimum. So don't bank on that. Go more. So yeah. go go that, you know, 10 to 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And that time frame, your body pretty much has created a new metabolism and fat is the preferred fuel now. So mm-hmm. I would go more based off of the time and the number of weeks that you've been doing keto strict. And you yeah. have to be honest with yourself. Like, have you really been strict? Have you really been in ketosis for yeah, you know, you 11 weeks? To, <laughs> you yeah. have to make sure because if you have a cheat day, while you're first starting um, keto. Now, just because you're in ketosis does not mean that you're fat adapted. So if you have a cheat, your body still does not prefer fat as its fuel source. It's It wants glycogen. Yeah. And so if you give it glycogen, it's going to say, oh, yay. But then even if you go back to keto, it, it doesn't work like that. It's it like has you have to, to start be, over again. Yes, exactly. you'll have to start over because you gave your body that that glycogen, its preferred fuel source at that time. And so it's going to take that entire amount of time. So it's like, okay, you can do it. Stay strong. 11 to 12 weeks, you know what I mean? If you've been strong that long, just think about how successful you're going to be, you know, after that. Yeah. But, but yeah, order you can what have, you want. Yeah. Yeah, order, mm-hmm. order what you want. So uh, if you go, 
if you go to a restaurant and they have broccoli, say, hey, you know, a lot of places have loaded broccoli or loaded um, baked potato. Turn it into loaded broccoli. Hey, can I yeah. get cheese and bacon on that broccoli? Uh, absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Sour cream, you know, all that. I always ask for a side of um, avocado or tomato. I mean, it's only Ooh. a few slices, yeah. you know, of tomato. And then tomato, if you have a lot of, a lot of weight to lose, a lot of fat to lose, Skip the tomatoes, yeah, right? Skip, skip the, the tomatoes, tomatoes mm-hmm. but go with the green veggies or with the cauliflower and uh, oh, squash, you know, like a salad. And then the cool thing about keto is you can get ranch dressing on it, right? Give me get yeah. extra ranch, you know, <laughs> get extra yeah. cheese, exactly, <laughs> right? And then you know, just relax, have fun with it. Don't beat yourself up. It's very simple. A protein, like I said, a protein, a low carb veggie. And throw some fat on there, whether it be cheese, whether it be butter. A lot of people are eating keto meals and don't even realize it. They don't even it. realize yeah. it. They think and they're they, being bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but they're being so good. Steak and eggs and butter. Yeah. <laughs> back, to, uh, back to Salt Lake City. One more question that we ask is, would you change anything? Oh. <laughs> like, what would you change about Salt Lake City if either well, one I mean, of you, you have the same? I'm sure you have different answers, same answer. I don't know. I'd like to have a wine subscription. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> isn't, that, you. isn't that crazy that we can't get wine shipped here? Yeah. <laughs> Some know. of our favorite wineries, it's like, oh, well, we're moving. And they're like, it's okay. We ship. We're moving to Utah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll get in trouble if they ship, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, can't, you can't ship booze yeah. to Utah. Yeah, because they have a lot of uh, keto wines and yeah. stuff too, right? There's so, so many keto wines I'd like to try. How I have to Google that. I have to Google it. Yeah. I didn't know there was keto wine. Yeah. Definitely. Usually any of the lighter wines are going to be keto, aren't they? Like white wine. Oh, yeah. There's as long as it's a dry, you can taste it if it's a really sweet wine. Like, you know, you can't be keto and be drinking like Moscato or something. (laughs) Just full of sugar. Yeah. What would I change? I really wish the folks of Salt Lake would stop running red lights. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I like, I like yeah. that. You guys, are, you guys are bringing some new stuff to the table. Like Usually, it. I always hear like liquor laws or the air, which which we need to change. Right. But we all, but know our drivers that, are right? terrible. Like, let's address some of the small problems. You know, it's like, funny because like we're from California and we've lived in New Jersey and we've lived in all Austin. these bad quote unquote bad driver yeah. states. No, and then it's Salt like we Lake came here gangster. and I was like, because in California, if you don't go right when the light turns green, people are gonna honk at you right but yeah. here if you go right when the light turns green i mean you, you might, might get t-boned yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair point it, it's great you always you just know like after the light turns red there's one more you gotta car. wait a minute <laughs> yeah you just that gotta wait not a bad idea yeah. Safe, yeah. you know? mm-hmm. how can awesome. listeners of the show uh get a hold of you guys like what what's the website uh i know you're on instagram i don't know any other social media that you're on that you want to plug or everything is a keto conduct conduct with a k right Mm -hmm. so uh instagram keto conduct we uh have a website it's a ketoconduct.com as well as on facebook oh yeah and youtube okay oh yeah that's right youtube everything's keto conduct and you'll get to see sandra she's much prettier than me and i'll put all those links (laughs) at iamsaltlake.com with this episode as well so if you didn't write it down just find this episode and and click on through to there now was there anything that we didn't talk about that you're like gosh i I really want to mention or anything you want to say or or i mean i kind of try to open it up right now before we completely wrap this up right like if there's anything you want to say 
Well, Sandra kind of touched on it earlier as far as if you want to go keto, you're actually in the place to be, right? So Salt Lake City, um, I like to call it Keto Zion, right? (laughs) So when uh, a lot of folks in the keto community keto community think of uh, Austin, Texas, for some reason, Austin, Texas is like the place for keto. And, you know, I beg to differ. It really is Utah, really is Salt Lake City. We have so many companies here, so many bakeries. It's really amazing. When we came here, we didn't even realize that we were kind of in this keto hotbed. So yeah. if you have questions, hit us up on our Instagram. Instagrams are, are probably our main thing, right? So hit us on mm-hmm. Instagram with any questions and then We'll lead you in the right direction where you need to go if you want to live the keto lifestyle and how you can get some good keto treats too, or, yeah. or make your own. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ordered those cupcakes? Those the, the keto cupcakes, they, like to deliver them and whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I they just sent us. Yet. We just got some. Are they good? Oh yeah. I, I wish they should have brought good. some over. They look yeah, really we didn't good. know they have. Uh, the cupcakes, they also have cookies, cheesecake, they have cheesecake they have bread now. now. Oh. And then there's another awesome company, Oh Hello Bakery. Okay. They actually live in our neighborhood. Yeah, Oh Hello is awesome. They have a lot of great cookies. My favorite thing they th- that they make is if you like pecan pie, they make these pecan bars. Yeah, but they also make oh. pie. So oh. they've been making pie for the holidays. They and make and it's, loaf keto. Bread. it's all keto. keto. Yeah. Everything's okay. keto. Yeah. Peca- I was get the pecan bars. Okay. So I'll, yeah. I'll order some pecan bars. Make mm-hmm. a note of that. Over. Oh yes. I'm making notes right now. Yeah. We're so spoiled out here. <laughs> it is really cool. I love how Utah caters to so many different types of lifestyles. It, mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of that entrepreneur. Thing, it is. You know what yeah. I mean? like, it's easy to start a business here, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of support in, in whatnot. So I'm sure that has to do with it too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Throw your final question out there, Chrissy. Uh, it's been great chatting with you guys. Chrissy always ends the, uh, the podcast with her final question. So I'm going to let her, her take it away. All right. So each of you independently, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of life advice or a motto that you live by, what would it be? Never party with someone who won't fight for you. Dude, I like that actually. Ooh, yeah. That's actually really huh. good advice. Yeah. I like that one. I was going to say, do you boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks again to Ross and Sandra from Keto Conduct for joining us on this episode. All the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with this episode show notes on our website, which can be found at IamSaltLake.com slash 414. That's for episode 414. Hey, and it's the first episode of the month. And those of you that have uh, been listening to the podcast for a while, you know this is the... uh episode where we give some love to our Patreon supporters, all of them, all the different levels of Patreon supporters, which if you want to become a Patreon supporter, really easy to do. Just go to patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake. Uh, we'll also have a link for that on uh, I am Salt Lake.com. But let's read down the list here. We got some awesome supporters here. Uh, we got John Miller, Mark Copeland, Todd Bjorkland, Tim Haran, Nicole Davison, Alex Santi, Brandon Hill from Mountain Standard Time Marketing, Will Dugdale, Brittany Hemingway, Jeff Hadfield, Eric Tomorrow from Mediocre Show, love that podcast, Sana, Brett Schmidt, Alan Martindale, Nick Naylor, Three Irons SLC, Nikki Line, Michelle Stevens-Williams, Margaret from Dirt in Your Skirt, Christopher A. Heiser, Jay Chambers. I love our Patreon supporters. Really great people. One thing I want to mention, we're going to be doing a lot more with our Patreon supporters, our Patreon feed. Go to IamSaltLake.com. 
Uh, and then there'll be links there to uh, connect to our Patreon as well. And uh, thanks to our Patreon supporters. That's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to show your support for this podcast by supporting our show sponsors, Salt Lake Barber Company and Libsyn. And you can also easily support the podcast by sharing your favorite episodes with your family and friends on social media. All you have to do is share the link, go to IamSaltLake.com and dig through the back catalog and just share one of those links right out there on Facebook. And that way your family and friends know about the podcast and it's not your dirty little secret. Hey, you guys have a great week. Get out and support local whenever possible. Spend time with those that you love and we're going to see you next week on the next episode. And good night, Grammy. 